Four lines on the bottom of Dav Ayin Zayin on the base. The pasuk says in Pashat Kisetei Leisisav Adoim Kichichahu Leisisav Mitzvah Kigar Yisav Ba'atzoi. And then the pasuk says Banim Ashir Valdu Lehem Tarshlishi Yavu Lehem B'Kal Hashem. That the only time that one could marry a Ger Mitzvah or a Ger Adoimi is only once it's the third generation. And the Mashmai says that prior to the third generation, someone that is part of Kal Hashem can't marry a Mitzvah or an Adoimi. And as we already saw, it's a lava Bam Chalalasei and. Therefore, this is an assay and there's no malchus. The Mishnah on Daf Ayin Vavam Be stated, Mitzvah Adaymi, Enim Asum, Elad Shlashi Dairis, that a Mitzvah Adaymi are only also until the third Dara, Echad Zicharim, Echad Akavis, and it would apply to a male or a female Ger Mitzvah or Ger Adaymi. And Rabbi Shimon argued on Tanakhama, and Rabbi Shimon Matis in the Kavis, Rabbi Shimon said that a female Mitzvah or female Adaymi is Mutalavi Bekalashem right away. As we ended off yesterday, Tanya, we learned to the Bray, so I'm learning Rabbi Shimon, Halachani Aymeh, I'm telling you that I have a Kabbalah that is the Halacha. I also have a Pasuk that's me Seyeah and is Mikar for my din because the Pasuk says and we learn now Banim only sons of Loi Banis and this Issa doesn't apply to females now Gemara now begin we learn Banim Voli Banis Div Rab Shimon Rab Shimon hold that the Issa Mitzri and Adami only applies to males and not to females Amalur Rabbi Huda Rabbi Huda says that the Pasuk doesn't only say Banim it says that a Born to a mitzri are also loved bakal, so therefore we see it's not only by males, it's also by females. And Rashi says, Tupshatim, Ashi Voldu, Zok Rashi, called Nagdum Lahem, Afilun Kavim Mashma, anyone that's born to them, even if it would be a female, then Rashi brings a Lishnachrina, another Pshan, how to learn Agamara, that when it says Tolim Beleda, Tolah Banim, Beim Shiyodi say some, that the Torah is actually speaking about a child who's actually a mitzri Shani and is telling us this child was a product of a mother who was a mitzri Rishain. He Rishaina have been Shani. That if the mother was a Rishain, then the son is a Mitushani. If he lived in the cave of Sasuris, if not for the fact that a female would be Asa, then how could it be that the Torah is Taylor, the Issa of this Mitri, in the mother and in the lady from the mother, if the mother herself is Mutalavi Bukal? And the Gemara continues, If not for the fact that Rabbi Huda said that the Torah was Taylor, the Issa Baleda, and it doesn't make a difference if a Mitri was a male or female, there is an Issa Lavi Bukal, then he wouldn't have been able to explain his shita in the base of Medrash at all. And why is that? Because if Rabbi Huda would hold Rakab Shimon, then the cave is actually Mutalavi Bakal, and Kivan the Amamah, since Rabbi Huda Shita say hold, that Kal Gayam Ikri Kal, that when the Torah says the Lashon of Kal Hashem, it includes even someone that's a Ger, and if so, Mitzushani Vimayatai, how is it ever going to be a possible case where you can have a Mitzri Shlishi that will become Tar and be Mutalavi Bakal Hashem? If Rabbi Huda would hold Rakab Shimon, that a female mitri is mutter lovi bakal shem right away, and it's considered a full-fledged Jew, then a mitri would not even be able to marry a mitzvah, and if so, you'll never be able to have children, and therefore you'll never get to the point of having darshlishi. And of course, this question is only Rabbi Hudlishi Tasai that holds kal geim ikri kal. However, according to Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon holds that kal geim loy ikri kal, and therefore it's very simple to have a mitri sheni, a mitri shlishi, since of course a mitri rishon can marry a mitzvah, and even though this mitzvah is considered a full-fledged Jew, and there's no problem to marry her, as we said, Mitzri Vloy Mitzvah, according to Rab Shimon. However, she is still not considered part of Kal Hashem, and therefore, Mitzri Rishon can marry such a Mitzvah. And Ayin Taisis, the Yomaschal Mitzri Shani, Vimayi Tara, the top of Ayin Chesim Alf, then he asked him, Taima Yisah Shtukis, and then Taisis also asked him, Taima Yisah Nisina, Ayin Shom. In addition, Taisis Shonim asked, why didn't the Gemara say that it's possible to marry a Mamzeris, that's a ninth generation Mamzeris, which will do more, will have one sheet that holds that the tenth generation Mamzer will be 
And we continue on Daf Ayin Ches Malaf. The Gemara says, "Why do you say Lefiyah Bihuda? There's only one way to have a mitzvah sheni or mitzvah shlishish is if a mitzvah would be asa dilma di avivinasa. Maybe the Torah is referring to the case where you have a mitzvah sheni and a mitzvah shlishish is in a case where a mitzvah rishon when it was oiva and married either a basisol or a giyaris or even a mitzvah. And even though, of course, it was asa to do so, but now that he has a third generation, that third generation would be mutalavi bekal." And the Gemara answers the e like kasav kra as Rashi says me did like aver kasi like kasav kra the name of bana mashiyavaldu that since it's only through an avera that it's possible for this mitzri to have a child therefore the Torah wouldn't give you a din and say that if you go and even avera then you'll come to have a darshlishi that third generation will be mutlavi bekal and as Rashi says the like shchiach the mesel the darshlishi since it's not shchiach that'll actually come to such a situation therefore the Torah wouldn't say such a case but the Gemara yes if you're telling me that the Torah doesn't say something which only comes to an but that we know the whole creation and the passion of Mamzeris only happens through an Biasissa, and still the Torah speaks about that in detail. The Gemara says, the Ibli Sura Kasav. Of course, the Torah had to tell you that if you did something Biasissa and you created a Mamza, then there's going to be an Issa for that Mamza love Bakal. And therefore, since it's relevant to tell us the Issa, of course, we're going to talk about a Biasissa, but the Ibli Hatera Lai Kasav Kra. However, if it's something we are, by doing something, it's going to come out of Heta, for example, that. Mitzvah Shlishi will be able to go and marry Bekal Hashem. That is something that the Torah wouldn't write. I'll bring you a case of Machsu So if Ruben married Rachel and then they got divorced and Rachel went and married Shimon, the din is that even if Shimon divorces Rachel or Shimon dies, Rachel can no longer go and get remarried to Ruben. And the Pasuk says regarding Rachel, she is a Se'eva and we learn out he's Se'eva, she's a Se'eva, the Imba in our Se'eva. However, her children are Nachalolim. And Frechtigamara, the and it's only a case where it comes out with heta, and still the Torah writes such a case. The Gemara says, there we talk about something that happens through an issa, through the issa of being machzugushasai. But over there, the ikka reason why the Torah wrote those psukim is to tell us that there is such an issa of being machzugushasai, and just agav saying those psukim. So therefore, we make a diak in the pasuk that says, kisei evah to teach us kisei even. But the ikka reason why the Torah is written is not to tell us that heta; it's actually to come and teach us the Issa of Machsugu Shasai. Now, as we said, the Pasuk says, And Rashi says, the Pasuk could have said, Ben Shlishi Yavai, or the Pasuk could have said, Dashlishi Yavalehem. Why does it say both the word Banim and the word Adairis? So the Gemara says, If it says the word Banim, why does it say Darius? The Gemara explains, If it only say the word Banim and not Darius, I mean, we would say, that the idea of a Mr. Shlishi has nothing to do with the third generation, it has to do with the third child. And maybe the Torah is teaching us that someone that's a Mitzri, his first two children are also loved by Hashem. So, for example, if Avram becomes a Ger and he was a Mitzri, then his first two children, Reuven and Shimon, would be also loved by Hashem, but Levi would be Mutta loved by Hashem. therefore tells us that it's based on generations, and therefore all of Avram's children would be also loved by Hashem. Avram is considered the Mitzri Rishon, and Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, etc., would be considered a and then the third generation would be meaning Ruven, Shimon, Levin, Yehuda's children would be Mutta to come and marry into Klayasol. And if the Torah would have said Darius and not Banim, then I would say, one may think that the Issa that HaKadosh Baruch was giving to us was only given to those that are Harsinai and saying that you yourselves that are Harsinai can't marry Darishan and Darshani of the Mitzrayim since you just went out of Mitzrayim. However, in the future generations, if a Mitzrayim 
she becomes a ger, maybe you're allowed to marry them right away. So therefore it says, Bonim, that the Torah is not referring in the Sisa to the people that are standing in Klaisol. And the Torah is referring to any ger mystery, even in future generations, that his children are also lovey b'kal Hashem until the third generation. And the Gemara continues, the Pasuk says, Bonim ashi vodu lahem, dashlishi yavu lahem b'kal Hashem. So use the terminology of lahem twice in the Pasuk. And from the first time that it says lahem, we learn out, mehem count from the ger himself. So the actual ger is considered a ger rishon. His child would be considered a ger sheni, and already his grandchild would be mutter lavi b'kal Hashem. And the Gemara now dashes the second time that it says lahem, lahem halachach and we learn that if we have a shayla, if this child is considered a mitzri or not, we have to look at the parent and determine if any of the parents were a mitzri. So for example, if a mitzri goes and marries be'issa, a bas Yisrael, or if a Yisrael marries be'issa, a mitzris, the deal would be that that child would have a din of a mitzri, and they would be also love bakal until the third generation. And the Gemara continues, the Pasuk has to say the word lahem, and I also has to say the Ikas if it would say in the Pasuk that you gave birth to have a maybe we think that you can't from the child. And if a mitzri becomes a gar and they have a child, that child will be considered the mitzri rishon. So that's why the Torah says the word lahem to tell us that even the gar himself is considered dar rishon, his child is dar sheni, and already his grandchild would be mutalav bakal because Rahman Lahem have a meaning Mitzvah Bubersh and Skyra he binachad and if the Torah would have only written the word Lahem you may think that let's say there's a Mitzvah that's pregnant and then she became a Gyaris then maybe even though the child was born after she already became a Gyaris that child would still be considered a Mitzvah and he would only be considered a first generation Mitzvah so the Torah tells us once you give birth and therefore it tells us that that child since he wasn't born before the Gyaris happened and he was born only after she already was in Skyra so therefore that child is already considered a Mitzvah Shani. And the Gemara continues, we said before that in the second word, Lahem, we learn it out, Halach Achab Suloi. Now, Lemaisa B'negeir didn't Mamzeris, the Pasuk says, Lo Yovi Mamzer B'Kal Hashem, Gam Dara Siri, Lo Yovi Loi B'Kal Hashem. And over there also we learn out, Loi Halach Achab Suloi, you go based on the one that's puzzle. So, for example, if a Mamzer goes against the Halacha and marries a Basisol, that child would still be considered a Mamzer. Now, our Gemara now says, V'Istuch Lemuth Lahem, Hacha, V'Istuch Lemuth Loi, Gavi Mamzer. We need both Limudim, Lahem over here by a Mitzvah to teach us and we also need the word loy by Mamza to teach us because but only say din of over here by a Mitzri maybe we would say that the Torah was over here by a Mitzri because the Mitzri himself comes from a Tipa that's possible because at one point he was a guy but a Mamza that his parent was really a Jewish person just that he was so maybe over there we would say that there is no problem and we still say that since the Mamza is now marrying Yisrael, maybe that child would be Yisrael, and a Maloy, maybe we would not go Basad Psulon. So Kamashbon, even though a Mamza marries a Bas Yisrael, any child would still be considered a Mamza. And the Ikos Rachmana Gavi Mamza, and if it would be the opposite, that the Torah would give us the Limud by Mamza, we would say, that since he's not Shaykh to come into Klai Yisrael forever, so maybe the Torah was Machban, even if you marry a Bas Yisrael, then the Din would be that that child is a Mamza, Abul Hacha, a Maloy, but by a Mitzri, which is not so Chama, and by the third generation already, then Mutalavi Bakal, so maybe we would say if they marry Yisrael, then that child would be Yisrael. So, therefore, we need both Psukim. And keep in mind that up until this point, when the Gemara discusses Halachach Absalon, we're talking about a case where someone that's a puzzle, for example, a Mitri, married someone that was a Kosher, for example, a Yisrael. And certainly in this case, the din is that you go based on the puzzle, and the child would be considered a Mitri. However, the Gemara was not discussing a case.
case where there was a different level of Isser involved in this marriage. So, for example, the Gemara will now discuss a case where a second-generation mystery will marry a first-generation mitzvah as to what the din would be in that case. And the concept of Halach is not relevant to our sugya because over here, both are puzzled. The only question is, how far will take that soul if we consider that child a mitzvah shani or would the child already be considered a mitzvah shlishi? The Gemara will now bring two shitas as to what Rabbi Yechelen said. So, Amr Rabbi Babachana, Amr Rabbi Yechelen, Rabbi Babachana says in the name of Rabbi Yechelen, mitzvah shani, shinasa, mitzvah shana, binash shlishi avai, that if you have a second-generation mitzvah that marries a first-generation mitzvah, that child would be considered a shlishi and would be mutalavi bakal, alma kasava, basi dashadinle. So, we see that Rabbi Babachana holds, that Rabbi Yechelen holds, that you go based on the father. We look at the father who's a mitzvah shani, and therefore, even though he married a mitzvah shana, the child would be a mitzvah shlishi. So, Master Rabbi Yechelen, Rabbi Yechelen, Asked the following question: Have a way for a mamzer to become Torah and be mutter to klai yisrael. Kaitzad mamzer nasa shivcha. If in a case where you allow a mamzer to marry shivcha, which are cases, for example, if the mamzer was an eved, havlad eved, the din would be that that child would be considered eved and would belong to the master. Shichru once he goes and sets him free, nimsa ben charin, that child becomes ben charin, but that child doesn't have a din mamzeris and is now mutter lavi bekal. And Rabbi Yisif therefore is alma busted yidasha dinle. We see over. There, that we look at the shivcha and we consider that child an ebed. So we see we go boss to the mother and not boss to the father. The Gemara answers Shani Hasam over there. It's actually different because it's exeris akasim damakra that the mother and the children belong to the master. And therefore, specifically over there, the Torah tells us that this child is halach achar aim, and therefore the child becomes an ebed. And once he goes free, a gershin is guy and therefore he's not considered a mamzo, and he would be mutalavi b'kal Hashem. And the Gemara continues with another shaila must. Rabbi Rabbi asked the following Shaila Amr Rabbi Huda Rabbi Huda stated that we saw this Gemara in that Ayin Vav and Beis Minyamin Ger Mitzri Hoyli Chav and Talmidu Rabbi Kiva that Minyamin was a Ger Mitzri and he was a Chav he was a friend of mine from Talmidu Rabbi Kiva and he said Ani Mitzri Rishayin I'm a first generation Mitzri that became a Ger and Sasi Mitzri Rishayin and I'm going to marry a first generation Mitzri that became a Geris Asi Lebini Mitzri Shaniya and then I'm going to make sure that my child who is a Mitzri Shani goes and marries a Mitzri Shaniya Kadeshi Hey Ben Bini Royal of Bkal and therefore my child would now be mutter love in Bekal. And Rabbi therefore asked, if you're telling me that according to Rabbi Echon, that you go bossa the father, so in this case, why did Minyamin say that I'm going to make sure my child, who is already a second generation Mitzri, marries a second generation Mitzvah? If really the child who is already a second generation Mitzri could marry a first generation Mitzvah, and still that child will be a Mitzvah Shlishis because we go bossa the father. And the Gemara answers, but Rabbi actually said, to this Tana that learned his Braisa that in the story with Minyamin Minyamin did not say that I'm going to make sure my second generation son goes and marries a second generation Mitzvah he actually said that my son who's a Mitzvah Shani will even be able to go and marry a Mitzvah Shushayna and that child will be a Mitzvah Shlishish and will be Mutalavi Bekal and the Gemara continues with another version as to what Rabbi Yechon said when Rabbi Yechon came from Eretzol he said over the name of Rabbi Yechon Mitzvah Shani if there's a second generation Mitzvah and he married a first generation Mitzvah then Shani that child would be a mitzvah Shani Alma Basa so we see we go bust to the mother and since the mother was a first generation mitzvah therefore this child would be considered a mitzvah Shani and in order to understand the next Gemara let's understand that the Shani explained that the shadow over here that we're going to go bust to the mother is because we look at the Uba as being a part of the mother and since the mother is a first generation mitzvah therefore this child would be a second generation mitzvah based on this understanding of the Pshat in Rabdimi so Amle Abaya Abaya says back to Rabdimi if you're telling me that it comes out but we know Rabbi Yechon actually says 
as we learned, if someone's mafish a karmic chatas that was already expecting a child and she gives birth to that child, so if you want, you can have kapara through the mother or through the child, and the other one will be Yirad Shistan. And the Gemara explains, if you're going to it's considered like you were mafish, two separate animals. You have the mother, you have the child. It's almost like the child was already born, and we look at it as two separate lachrais, and you're saying that I want to bring one of these two chatois because I'm scared that maybe one of them will die or one of them will be lost, and therefore I made sure to have two chatois. And the din is in that case that you go and use whichever one you want, and then the other one will be Yurachi Stav. And as we know, and Rashi points out that even though that we know that there is a concept of a Vlad Khatas that goes Lamisa, that's talking about a case where a person was mafish a behemoth that was not yet pregnant, and then it became pregnant and gave birth, then that child would go Lamisa. If you're going to say that Obi is considered like a part of the mother, then this would be a case of a Vlad Khatas, and we know Vlad Khatas Lamisa as all that the child would have to go Lamisa. So how could it be that you're telling me holds Obi still hold that if you're mafish a Khatas and Tzmubaris, that's Ratzim and So the Gemara says, Ishtik, the Rabdimi kept quiet and didn't answer Abayah's question. And Amalei, Abayah responded back and said, that maybe in a Chinami or Bechlan generally holds, as we see from the case of Hifish Chatz Muberis Fialda. And even though he holds, the reason why in the case of Mr. Shani, Shinasa Mr. Shushaina, that Benash Shani, that the child is considered second generation, Mitzri is not based on Ubayarachimai, it's based on a because the Pasuk says specifically, Asher Yivaldu, and therefore we see that Torah is saying, we have to look at the mother and see what her status is. And since in this case, the mother was a first generation Mitzri, therefore the child would be a second generation Mitzri. Now the Lashon that Abayi used was, Dil Mashani Hasam. So it's Mashon Abayi was just saying that maybe this is what Rabbi Yechon meant. But Amalei, Rav Dimi said to Abayi, Kakafna, Adob Chashem, Chazisa L'Reshech, Pena Amudik, Ki Amr Rabbi Yechon HaShemaitzah, that I saw that you were actually in the base medrash when Rabbi Yechon said this memra, and therefore you're not saying that as maybe you actually heard this from Rabbi Yechon and you should have said it B'Shem Rabbi Yechon. Ayin Taisus, when Rabbi said that you were in the base Medish, he didn't mean that Abayah was actually there because we never find that Abayah went to Eretz Yisrael as the Taisus Yishon points out. And Taisus therefore explains what Rabbi meant to say is that I saw you Rabbi Rabba in the base Medish because Rabbi actually went to learn by Rabbi Yechon. And maybe if he Taisus, the Pshat and Agamari is not Chazis L'Reshech that I saw your head. It means I saw your master, your head, meaning Rabba. Gemara continues, time in the Chesib it comes out the fear of the only reason we're gonna go busted the mother by a mitzri is only because the Pasik says that she evaldu alma but in other cases Basavu should delay then we go bust the father and the reason is because we don't say Ubi Yarachimai we say that Ubilavi Yarachimai so Fatimara Hadam Rava but Rava said Nachus Mubersh and Skyra if there was a guy that became a Gyarius while she was pregnant but not in Sarakfila since she went to the mikvah therefore a child would not need Tfila afterwards Fatimara my in Sarakfila Khayev Ubilavimai then the Tfila that the mother did should not work for the child because the child never went into the mikvah and therefore the child should need tefillah. And Ayin Taisis who points out the Lechera, how could the Gemara ask a question from Rava on the sheet of Rabbi Echon if Rava holds in other places in Shas that Ubi Yerachimai? And Taisis points out that the Gemara just wants to show how this specific din of Rava could even work out like Rabbi Echon Shita that Ubi Lab Yerachimai. And the Gemara now says, and maybe you're going to say that the reason why the child does not need tefillah is because of the din of Rabbi Yitzchak. The Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, because Rabbi Yitzchak taught us that the din is that the only time that there's a problem with chatzitza is if it's roiv and it's also something that you're on. But if someone has a chatzitza that's rubai she'ena makpid love in a chaitzitz, 
even though it's right, but it's not makbin on it, it's not going to be a chatzitza. And therefore, maybe that's pshat in Rava, that even though that this child has a chatzitza, because we say, and therefore the mother is chatzitza in front of the child, and the water of the mikvah didn't get on the child. But the maisa, of course, the child is not makbin on being covered by the mother, because at this point, that's his life, and it can't live without the mother. And therefore, certainly, we should say that this mikvah and this tefillah would be valid for the child. And maybe that's why Rava says, in that the child does not need a tefillah. And Rashi points out that how can you say that this would be Pshat and Rava, but we know that the Gemara says that even in the case where it's Rubish and Makarulav, it is Chaitzit Midra Banan because we have Xera up to a case where it's Rubay Makbidulav. So Lachar over here, this child, even though he's not Makbid on being covered by the mother, but his tefillah shouldn't be a good tefillah. So Rashi says, Hacho Kim over here, we're going and we're telling you what the status would be on a Dereisadic level. Now Lachar, what does that mean? Rav is talking also on level, so Ayin in Taishushan he says a little bit different, and he says that maybe because of the Maila of Geiris, the Rabbanon said that this type of tefillah we're going to only look at the Deraisa de Kadinim and we're going to make it easier for this child. And since this chatzitza is Ruby Shein Makrilov, therefore we're going to say it's not a chatzitza and the tefillah will be valid. And we continue on that Ayin Chesam Beis that Rav Kana says the only time that we said that Ruby in a Makbid is not considered chatzitza, that's only by Rav. But if it would be that you have complete chatzitza, then of course, even if you're not Makbid, that is considered chatzitza. And of course, this Uba is completely covered by the mother, and therefore, how could the tefillah be a valid tefillah if you say Uba lav yarechimai? And that Gemara says, Shani Uba, the Hainer of Isai, that over here it's different, and the mother's tefillah will be valid for the child, even though Uba lav yarechimai, because since it's the normal way for this child to be, and it's the natural way for it to grow, and even more so, if it wouldn't be in this situation, then it would actually die. So then, certainly, the mother is not considered chitzitza, even if we say, And the Gemara continues with another din from Rabbi When Ravina came from Ritzel, Rabbi said over the name Rabbi Now we know that the Torah says, that there's a din, that you're not allowed to keep them alive, and you're not allowed to take them as a vadim and shvachis. And Ravina now says over two din in the name Rabbi Yechon. Number one, we look at the male in the sky and if someone becomes a ger then we look at the one that's more pogum and the Gemara explains as we have in Knanis, that if there was someone that was not from Zion Amun that had a relation with Knanis, ben, and they have a child that since the father was not from Zion Amun so Ebed, he allowed to buy that child as an Ebed and there is no din as the Pasuk says and Rashi explains how do we see that the father was someone that was not from the Zion Amun? Rashi says that they came from other nations and their forefathers became that they started living in this place but they really weren't people that lived there originally and let's say we have the opposite case where the male was from the Zion Amun and the female was not they had a child that you would think that you could go and buy them as an Ebed and there would not be an Odin of Leishchai Kalm 
And that the only time we said this is only to people that were born in this land. Rashi explains that the Pasuk is teaching us that the only time that you're allowed to buy such a person as an Eved and there's no din of is only if the mother was living in Eretz Yisrael and therefore the father was from outside Eretz Yisrael and he came to live together with this woman in Eretz Yisrael. And as Rashi says, because Derech Isha, Leah's been it's normal for a woman to be in her place, and it's the normal way for the man to go to his wife and to be goylo to that area. However, if the father was from the Shuvah's Am and he went to live somewhere else and he went to his wife that was from a different land, then the din would be that that child has a din of a Knani and therefore the din of Leisachai Kal Neshama would apply. As Rashi says, and the Gemara continues, Ravina said a second din from Rabbi Echon, and he said, The Gemara says, B'may, what are we referring to? If we're talking about a Mitzri that got married to Amminus, and the Shaila is, do you look at the child as being a Mitzri, and therefore, even if the child would be in a Keva, she would still be Asa until the third generation? Or do you say that since the mother is Amminus, therefore the child would be Mutta, because of course, Amminus is Mutta loving Bakal. And the Chiddush of Rabbi Echon is that we look at the Mitzri, and the din is that the child, even if it's in a Keva, would be us until the third generation. So, my is it's mashed from the Lushen of Rabbi Echon that in Sky that even though that there's a pogum by both of them, that we go bust to the one that's worse off. But in this case, we're not talking about a person who was pogum at all because that minus wasn't pogum. Because as we know, that the Issa doesn't apply to minus at all. It must be talking about a case where both of the parents were pogum. So, we're talking about a case where Amaini, which is of course, Pogum and can't be Yavid Bekal Hashem at all, and got married to a mitzvah that can be Yavid Bekal Hashem by Darshlishi, and therefore Izachar Have, if it would be a male Shadi Bas then we have to look at the status of the Amini. And since Amini has a din, that if they have a Zachar, that child will be always also Bekal Hashem, so therefore this child would be also Bekal Hashem and it's considered Amini. And in the Keva Have, if the child that's born from such a relationship would be in the Keva, so then the Chumra would be to go bust in the mitzvah, Shadi Bas mitzvahs, and we say that that child, even though it's in the Keva, the din would be that until the third generation would be Asa, because of course if we'd say that we look at it based on Amayni, then we'd say Amayni v'lay Amaynis, and this child would be Mota. That's what Rabbi Yechelen meant when he said Neskayru halachach apogam shebishneim. And we continue with the Mishnah, Mamzerim v'nesinim, Asurim v'isurim isra'ilam, that both Mamzerim and Nesinim would be Asa lavi v'kol, and their Issa would apply forever, Echad Zecharim v'echad Nekevas, and this Issa applies to males as well as females, Mamzerim and Nesinim. And Rashi says, one Nesinim, as we explained before, that that if people from Gibbon and they were scared to be killed by Yeshua, and therefore they came with trickery to Yeshua, and they were Megayev, and he placed them as a Vodim to become choppers of wood and drawers of water, and that's why they were called Nasinim, because he placed them as a Vodim. But in any case, there was an Issa, love it, Bekal. So Mesh says, that if there was a female Mamza, after 10 generations, she would be Mutta, love it, Bekal. Just as a quick act the Pasuk says, that a Mamza cannot come and join the Kal Hashem, and even the 10th generation can't join and can't get married to someone that's from Kal Hashem. Now, the Pasuk is unclear what happens after the 10th generation. However, the Pasuk says, and then the Pasuk says, that this is applies even after 10 generations, and this is applies forever. And there is no Machlekes that a Mamza is also a lovely Bekal Hashem for all generations. 
and their issa is not only limited for ten generations. And the way we notice is because we learn it from Amin Amayev. And now Reish Lakish says that maybe let's extend that limud and learn as follows: Since in any case we're learning Asiri Siri from Amin Amayev, and that taught us that even after ten generation, Imamzer is also. But then we'll extend this drasha and we'll say Malamon the Kavus Mutaris Afkan the Kavus Mutaris. That since the only way we're learning that after the tenth generation, a mamzer is also loving because Hashem is from Amin and and just like over there, the only one that is also are only the charem, but the kevus are always mutter by Amin and So here also by mamzer after the tenth generation, then the kevus would be mutter, and that's why Rishlaki says mamzeres that a female mamzer would be mutter loving because Hashem after ten generations. But the Gemara says miyad Once you're learning the din of Assyria from Amin and maybe we say learn everything from Amin and and say that just like Amin and even in the first generation, it only applies to males and not to females, as we learn. So also over here we say that the only din of Mamzeris applies to a Mamzer and not to a Mamzeris. But the Gemara says that we don't take the Xer Shava that far because Kihan Xer Shava, Masir Elach, the only time we could apply the Xer Shava is only to teach us what happens after the 10th generation. Because since this is the Ikalimud to teach us that a Mamzer is actually Asa after 10th generation, so we say that since the only way we're learning Mamzer is from Amin and and over there it only applies to males and not females. Therefore, after ten generations, the Issa Mamzeris only applies to a male and not a female. In fact, our Mishnah is against Rish Lakish because our Mishnah says specifically that a Mamzer is also forever and it applies to males and females even after ten generations. And the Gemara says, like Kash, it's not Shver because Hakamanda Amma Dom Minor Minor Rish Lakish actually is not going like a Mishnah because he holds like the Manda Amma that when you have Xer Shava, whenever you learn from the Xer Shava, you take out all of those dinim from where you're learning it from and therefore since by Amin Amayiv it only applies to males and not females therefore by Imamzi after Darasiri it only applies to males and not females as Rashi says you learn everything from that Malamed and our that our Mishnah is telling you that even if you have Xer Shava you just use the Xer Shava for what you need it for but you don't extend that to other dinim as Rashi says whatever you need Xer Shava you use it but for anything that we don't need Xer Shava, then we will not use Xer Shava. Therefore, although we use Xer Shava to teach us that even after the 10th generation, a Mamz is still Asalar Bekal Hashem at Oilam. However, since we know that the Issa Mamzeris applies to a male and female, as the word says, Mamzar, Mumzar, and therefore, once we know that the Issa Mamzeris applies even after 10 generations and applies at Oilam, then it applies to males as well as to females. Now, even though Rabbi Shlokish taught us this din in the first, Mamzeris Lachasar Darius Mutaris, the Gemara now says, Shalos what is the din with the Mamzeris? If ten generations, Amalahemini said, Who will even fight for me? A Mamza, that's a third generation Mamza, and then I'll be able to go and be Metarim. And as Rashi says, that it's actually an impossibility to have a Mamza that actually is a tenth generation Mamza. And therefore the Gemara says, So we see that Rebeleza holds that Mamzeri that do not have a long lifespan and they do not have any future generations. And Rav Huna also said that Mamzer lechayin. In fact, Gemara, how can you say that that's true? Vanatan, we learned on the Mishnah, Mamzer and Asurin, Vesurin Isaylam. So we do see that they live for a long time, even after ten generations. And more than that, the pasuk actually says, "Gam Darasiri loyavi loybekal Hashem." So we see from the pasuk itself that it's possible to have Darasiri by Mamzeris. Or Mamzeria, the Dibur Mifish Lemenei Rabbi Huda, the Yedia Chayes. Rabbi Zera said that Rabbi Huda explained that if we know that someone is an actual Mamzer, then he could live because since it's not going to come out any problems because. Everyone will know that this family is a family of Mamzerim. Now, 
Baruch Hu will let them have children and they'll have future generations. However, if there's a family that we do not know that they're Mamzerim, so he will die prematurely and he will never have children. As Rashi says, in order that he doesn't go and marry someone that's really a Kasha, because of course, if he marries someone that's Kasha, it'll cause a Pekam in Klai Yisrael. If there's a family that some people know and some people don't know, and therefore it's uncertain exactly what the status is, until three generations, they will able to have existence. Because at that point, people at least will know that they are actually puzzled and they'll be able to tell people to be careful. But since there's so few people that know that this family is Mamzerim, therefore, HaKadosh Baruch won't let them last longer than three generations because at that point, people will get confused and think that they're kosher and therefore it's possible to go and marry into Klai Yisrael. And of course, that will cause a becoming Klai Yisrael. And therefore, when Rebbe Lezer was asked, Mamzeris Lachasar Darimahu, what would be the din of Mamzeris after 10 generations? He took it for granted that we're probably talking about a situation which is the most common where only some people knew that this family was a family of Mamzeris and therefore he said that you can't find me that there will be a third generation of such a family. And I entice this that it's very common in Shas where Rebbe Lez will actually go and respond to a Shiloh in a very cryptic way. Tysus also says that if it would have been a case where we knew that this family was a family of Mamzerim, then actually Rebbe Lez would have passed as Rish Lakish did that the din would be that this woman would be Mutalavi Bakal because Rebbe Lez is of the Shita that does in Chulin. And the Gemara continues, There was a person that lived in the neighborhood of Rab Ami, and they called out and announced about this person that he's a Mamza, and he was crying and walking around. So Rab Ami said that they've given you life because since they're telling everyone that you're a Mamza, now it's you do it to everyone. And therefore, as we said before, that such a person could have future generations and could last forever because everyone will know to stay away from him and won't cause a Bekam and but before this point where people did not necessarily all know that you're a mamzo, it's possible that you would have died in order to protect the yichas of Klai Yisrael and we will stop over here.